yeah, I met someone I could talk to. But like I said, I think loyalty is probably the most important thing. Uh, you know, beautiful. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with a booty. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Oh, hey, yeah, man, God. it is what it is, man. There's no restrictions? Like, no restrictions? Pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, I'm going to answer whatever the fuck you say. You know? Okay, okay. Okay, then, well, welcome back to the It Is What It Is podcast, my friends. Episode number, I don't even know what episode we're on at this point, no, We're on a roll. We're, we're on a roll. This is actually our second podcast we're filming today. We're filming another one tonight, three in one day. We're still in L.A., and while we're in L.A., we had to get... Well, by the time we're posting this, we're actually not in L.A. anymore. Yeah, but yeah, at the I moment do. that we're filming this, we're here. Yeah, you know what I'm are, saying? We are. Yeah. And while we were here, we had to get one of the biggest rappers in the game... Dude, it's just, you know, like, dude, we, I'm not going to lie, like, we were bumping your music earlier at the gym, and we just, like, we saw, like, the whole rise, like, you're still on this, like, rise, and, uh, yeah, man, it's Dax. It's Dax! Yeah! Yes, sir, Dax. man, that classic. I rarely do that nowadays, but it's still lit. It's still lit. You like yeah. it? I love it, man. I love everything about everything I do. If you want to go into a little bit about how you started, because a lot of people, um, are probably found you on YouTube. Because that's what you do, but you're not technically like a YouTuber. Yeah, I've never actually done. But people classify YouTube. you as like a YouTube rapper. Yeah, man, people classify me as a bunch of shit now. Yeah. YouTube rapper, Christian rapper. Uh, Dax. Roblox rapper. Yeah. Know, different types of things. But uh, how I started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how'd you get into like rapping, making music? Uh, so when I was 11 years old, I found the law of attraction. And I made the decision that I wanted to be a basketball player. At the age of 11? Age of 11. It's the key, the key. It's like the, the secret. That's the name of like the video. Oh, you watched the video and you're it's like... Called, yeah, about the law of attraction. And then it told me to test it out. I tested it out and I started seeing BMW 3 Series everywhere because it's like it tells you to like pick something and focus on it and mm-hmm. it'll start showing up everywhere. That's Whoa. so true. Like if you like want a Tesla, you'll just see more Teslas or you see right. whatever you so, want. So as soon as I figured out that power worked at that time, I was also finding like basketball. I found the game NBA Live 2005 with Carmelo Anthony on the cover. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be a basketball player. So that was a 10-year decision. I was like, okay, I got to get out of Canada. So went to prep school, went to junior college in Casper, Wyoming. Finally got to Division One at the University of Montana. That didn't work out. Transferred to D2 back in Kansas at Newman University. Became an overnight janitor. Started writing poetry. The poetry turned into music, and now I do it full-time. That's like the That's condensed crazy, bro. Story. Wait, so you used to, like, what was it like? Like, like I, mean, you, I mean, you can go first, bro. I don't no, you go, up. you go. So you wanted to be a basketball player, right? Yeah. So what, like, what was it like, like trying to like go to a prep school? Like, what prep school did you go to? I went to Sunrise Christian Academy in Wichita, Kansas. That's also where Buddy Heald went, who plays for the Sacramento Kings. Oh yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, did your prep school like play against like all the top prep schools? Like, um, what's it called? It's like um, Oak Hill and like. We didn't play Oak Hill the year I was there, but uh, we we were ranked like in the top. That's nuts. Bro. Yeah, so Did you play on like the AAU circuits and stuff too? Uh, yeah. So I played AAU when I was in Canada. I played on this team called Guardsmen that was attached to Carleton University, but it was a Canadian AAU team. Damn, that's sick. Yeah. And then w- why didn't it work out at the D1 level? Like what was happening? Man, so I, was I got. An too, and I was just wondering. Yeah, so I got to D1. Um, Coach Tinkle recruited me to go to the University of Montana. I was only like one of two people to go D1 out of my junior college. That after I got my scholarship, Tinkle called me during the summer, and he was like, hey, I just got a job at Oregon State, so I'm transferring. But if you still want to go to the University of Montana, your scholarship's still there, but it's not going to be the head coach. It's like, I'm not going to be the head coach, so I don't know what's going to happen. So I was like, well, fuck, it's my only offer. So I went. Yeah. 
And then it was a guy named Travis DeCure. He was coming in from Cal. And then it was going good in the beginning. Then I got hurt. And then me and him just didn't see eye to eye. And I'm not like a, I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a guy who like stays in my own. Like I'm not sucking up to nobody. You know, I'm not going to yeah. kiss yeah. ass to just get playing time. Did he so give you the opportunity to like go to Oregon State with him or no? Nah. So I was, see, that's the one thing basketball taught me. I was a great basketball player. Like I led the league in scoring once I was D2, but I wasn't like predisposed hey. to like the insane genetics. Like I'm a 6'2 combo guard. Is that I'm when you realized, like, when did you realize, like, yo, because it was, there, did you always think you were going to be like in the NBA or was there a moment you're like, yo, maybe I'm not on that level. Not to say you're not good, right. but you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're so, like, oh, this is harder. Like, there's not many people that make it to the NBA. Right. The pain for me I always had with basketball is that I knew I was never going to be the best. Oh, for, you always knew that? I, like, the, well, so from the age of, like, 13 to, like, 16, I was hoping for a growth spurt that would get me to 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. And if I hit 6'6", six, six, I knew I could have been a lot better. So Oregon State was, like, a uh, high, high-level Division One. I. I was more of, like, a mid-major. Yeah. Yeah, so I was in the Big Sky Conference. We actually won our conference the year I was there. Damn. So were you like playing? You were playing, or were you like at D one? Were you playing, or I wasn't getting much playing time at the University of Montana with the whole situation after getting hurt, then trying to come back, and just like the way you know I'm like programmed mentally. Yeah. There's like a lot of kids like that. Like I feel like a lot of young kids that are like athletes and stuff. Like they don't like understand. Like it's so it's so hyped up to go D one, but like to actually play D one is like the thing. And, like, and a lot of kids will get offers, and then you'll see, like, a big name in, like, the, in our town, like, get an offer from, like, D1, and you're like, damn, like, why didn't he, like, accept that offer and go D1? Mm. And then he chose a D2 because, yeah. like, it's all about, like, playing, bro. Like, people want to play at the next level. They don't care about, like, I don't know. And, uh, and Working then, all that hard and then just sit yeah, on the bench. Just to sit the playing. bench. Like, it's cool, but, like. You'd rather play at yeah. a little bit at D2 than not play at all at a D1. Yeah. But that, right or no? It depends. So? Like for me, like if I would have, like I was ready to like build up. Like I was a sophomore when I got to my Division One, but like with the way, like I remember, like this this dude told me to leave by. He brought me to his office and he pulls back the board. And I remember everyone's name on there. He had all the players that were recruiting coming in next year, and he was like, "You're projected to play three minutes next year," and I was like, three minutes total next year for the whole year for the whole year, like a game." He's like, oh, I, game. Have, I have you slotted to play three minutes a game next year, and I was just like, uh. So were you rapping during that whole time nah. when you were playing basketball? No. Nah, so when did rapping. that when did that exactly start and like how that started once I transferred to Newman University? Yeah. Uh, halfway through the semester was when I got the overnight janitor job, and then I did that for a couple months, and then I wrote my first poem on the way to a game. There was no rapping involved, just poetry. Yeah, I, rem- I feel like I remember seeing you doing the poetry stuff like for like a good bit, and then some of them. They take off or no? Yeah, I had a couple poems go viral or like motivational videos. Yeah, my I feel banana like I video. Seen some of that stuff. Time video. Some of them went like viral on like different platforms, like uh, almost like a Prince EA type thing. Yeah, yeah Prince EA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monster. He's a monster. But then, but then, how how did you get into like rapping? From so the, the, the poetry. The poetry. Most of my, like my poem poems would rhyme. Mm-hmm. And like I would like do. I remember that uh, there was like challenges back then. Like people used to do like little like challenges or whatever and I would like hop on them on social media and then people would be like bro you gotta like rap you should rap you should rap and I was like nah you didn't even want to nah I never wanted to rap and then what was the moment that like you were like alright I'm gonna try it was there like a specific someone said something to you yeah it was that like the there wasn't much replay value on poetry yeah no one's gonna be like oh you gotta listen to this poem again right. and like this leave this on repeat car. so me just wanting to make a bigger <laughs> impact I was like well I think music is gonna be able to 
allow me to reach more people. Yeah, because in your raps, you can like hear, if you guys never have heard of Dax or any of his music, uh, like when you rap, you can hear, like you pronounce everything and it's like a story. For sure. It's not like a lot of, like some other rapper, it's just like the vibe or like you're bumping it, but like you bring him on a journey. And even your music videos are like literally mini movies. Thank you. Where you, like the one with Jesus, like Dear God. And you're waking yeah. up and you ask a question in some of them and then it's just like dope. And then you go through it and then you answer the question throughout like, Making me it's, smile, dope, it's dope to Making see. Smile. No, cause we've watched it. Like he showed, like yeah. we've watched it even back at home, like years ago. Cause if you guys don't know, Dax's main producer produced Nick's and I's first song, Pop It. crazy. Song, which is crazy. Like a full circle moment. He's here right now. He's over there. Can we get a pan to him? Shout His name's Lex. Lex. Let's go. Literally. It was crazy. We just met him one day at a party in LA and then he was like, yo, bro, I produce. And we're like, okay, we're YouTubers. Like, we were just like vibing. Never made a song before. And he kind of was like, yo, bro, you should come to my crib. It was him and like a couple other people. And he's like, come to my crib and I'll like make a diss track for you because diss tracks are Because they had that mansion. The mansion in Bel Air. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had his room downstairs. And this was during like the, the 2018 road trip with me, Ricky, and then our boy RTV, the Hutter himself. And we didn't think we were going to actually make a song, but he convinced us to, like, go over and just, like, hang out with them. Wow. And then he, like, kind of was in the studio, and he was, like, mumbling some stuff, and we were like, all right, maybe we should do it just for fun. And we did it. He produced it, and then that song, like, has millions of views now, millions of streams, and we even went on tour, like, performing that song. That's crazy. Crazy. And then it's, like, he kept up his grind, made beats, kept, like, doing that, and then he met you. Sir. <clears throat> and now he's, like, he produces, like, on Dax's songs, you hear it. Right. Lex Nor, like one of the greatest producers of all time. For real, let's go. Okay, I'm not pretty much joking. got me in, into making music too. Yeah, that, like if we never made Poppin', who knows if I would have like ever made a song like ever. And now he makes music to this day, like because of that, bro. Like we had no intention of making music to that moment. Wow, and it was just crazy. So like, not like obviously you're a music artist, but like I've heard that you do like YouTube and stuff as well. So like, how does like YouTube and like music like play a role like? Like how did you, know, it's you, crazy how did you a lot transition of people, into like just music or something like? Well, a lot of people have heard I do YouTube, but I never have. He, he doesn't, yeah. you know, like he, he doesn't do YouTube at all. He it's, doesn't like vlog and like do like challenges. So then, what kind of stuff is on your YouTube? Is music just I music? I've only ever posted music. Oh, just music. Then why the heck am I hearing that you're playing? You know, because that's that's how no, the, because there's like a the stereotype works, around you know? it. Or like yeah. people oh, love yeah. to like clown and troll. Oh, kind of like how like people call like people like a SoundCloud rapper or something. Yeah, like a YouTube. He's like a YouTube rapper. But just because he popped off on YouTube instead of like maybe the industry or, like, someone right. putting I you mean, on. I mean, I'm independent, you know what I mean? So, like I said, it's always, uh, like, it's easy for people to create narratives because it's, I'm the only person creating my narrative. There's no, like, bigger entity, like, telling you, like, this is what Dax's story is. And yeah. they say that about, like, Tom McDonald or anyone who has, like, started on YouTube and that's where, like, their music... Your music videos pop, bro. Like, they just do. And everyone you drop is, like, like getting milled. Music yeah. Videos, yeah. Bro, music videos is such a big role. Like, even with Post Malone, I think one, what it was, like, uh, what was... um. White Iverson? Yeah, White Iverson, bro. Or White Iverson, bro. That song is, like, legendary simply because of, like, the music video, I feel like. And I yeah, remember what I first heard that at the University of Montana on SoundCloud. It was, like, the next, like, song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Crazy. And then the music video got posted, and then it, that's when, like, Boom. took it to, like, another level. That's nuts. Who's your, like, biggest inspiration? Like, what made you, like, want to, like, start doing music? Uh, I was, I'm, all my inspirations are really basketball. The music, I would say, probably Tupac. Tupac? But other than that, Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, That's uh, nice. Muhammad Ali. You ever get annoyed like when people are in the comments saying like, "Yo, you're a YouTube rapper." Like, does that ever get to uh, you? Honestly, it doesn't really happen that much anymore. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't really. I think um, 
Because you know, like, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or what about, have you ever, like, I know you be, you, like, rap. You have rap songs where you're like you're like rapping, like rapping, rapping, right? And you have songs where you're like kind of singing, like kind of like your new one, Dear Alcohol. Mm. Do you ever feel like some some of your fans feel like they want to listen to like like a hard rap song from you, and you feel like oh, I got to give them that, even if maybe you don't want to? No, nah, I've never felt that. I've always felt like because like like I said, I started with poetry, so it was like I was doing something totally different than this, and then they were cool with that, and then I did music. Or whether I sing or rap, I think like what I do is at such a high level that people are just cool with whatever. Yeah. Damn. Speaking like, of the new song though, not sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Are you good? Go ahead. Bro. But uh, speaking of the new song, bro, I, I like I just listened to the new song for like the first time. I got always, bro, yeah, and like <laughs> I absolutely like, bro, I fuck with it, like it's dope. Thank you. And um, I was just had like a question, like Talk so it's kind of like in a country vibe, right? Mm. So like, what do you what do you think like about the country music style? Like, would you ever get into like that kind of stuff? You know? Uh. Me, like, it's crazy because I, like, lived in Montana. I lived in Wyoming. I lived in Kansas for a lot of years. So I was, you know, disposed to a lot of, like, I used to go to the rodeo. Yeah. Now I remember, hey, man, I remember in now Wichita, you go to rodeo. Kansas. Wichita, <laughs> rodeo. That's a bar. That's a bar. Yeah. I remember in Kansas, you hop on the highway, you go all the way down, you take, like, a right at the very end, like, the bar was, like, the ro- uh, rodeo. And, you yeah. know, it was just, like, lit. You could do that in a, so. you could throw that bar in a country song. Yeah, yeah, man. Exactly. Listen, I can, I, can, I can scoot and boogie now. Yeah, do, do it right now. Can <laughs> yeah. you throw that in a little a riff right now on, on, on site or no? What's a riff? I don't know. Just like, See, I'm not a music. Lex knows. I'm not a musical head guy. I don't know any these terms. Can you make that into like something right now on spot? What? Like that bar? one bar. What's the bar? Rodeo? The bar that we were just talking about. Rodeo? Rodeo? Yeah, yeah. Like, I used to, like how would you do it? I mean, you kind of just uh, said, you said it. <laughs> Almost. You driving on Rodeo? We going to the Rodeo? Yeah. You pretty much said it when yeah, you yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you got the bar. You did the. Yeah, you, you already did it for yeah, me. Well, when I hear yeah. that in one of your songs, I'll be like, yo, that was me. Jackson took it from you. You'd be I like, yeah, that. you got to add a little feature tag right there. Right, know? right, right. But going back on, you said you're an independent artist. Yes, and I've sir. always wondered, I mean, I kind of know, but I feel like a lot of people watching, they might not know. What does that mean to be an independent artist versus <laughs> versus being like signed to a label? That's the other option, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I got these tattoos called Co Sign Yourself. <laughs> Um, being an independent artist, you know, sometimes I hate talking about shit like this, but it's just really not being attached to a bigger entity, essentially, you know, it's the, it's like owning your own business. Yeah. You know, so I have my, you know, my companies and shit like that. It's just, there's a lot of things that I'm not, I don't have access to because of it. But you're also in full control. Right. Like and I get to drop when I want. Right. Everything. Right. It makes sense a hundred percent though. Cause like, I feel like a lot of these, like big name rappers that are like signed to like like companies and managers and For stuff sure. like that they're like losing out on like so much money not that it's all about the money but like long term bro like they're losing out on so much money don't you think it depends it's like you know um I think it depends on the deal too yeah. right it's like i mean at the end of the day like all your favorite artists and the biggest songs of all time are all by signed artists yeah. you know so there is a benefit that the label like holds you know in terms of you know making artists huge how so. do they do that um, shit, back in the day it was, you know, get your songs on the radio and then you tour around that, you know, now it may be like playlists, you know, all the access they have to the Spotify playlists and yeah. all different things like that. There's so much shit, but being independent is basically just controlling it all yourself. You feel like nowadays it's easier to be independent because of like social media, like YouTube, especially TikTok nowadays, like it's easier to be independent versus like there's a less benefit to signing a deal. I think it depends on the person. If like, if you lazy... You not know, key. like, maybe and you just sort of make not 
crazy. Just maybe just I don't want to say random music, but if you just like you know sort of just in it f- to be in it, then you need to be signed to a label. You know, like it's easy to it's easy to be an independent artist, but it's hard to be a successful one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was, what was I gonna say? I wanted I wanted to I I personally want to know what's your favorite like not the most popular song, but what's your favorite song that you've ever made? Like man, that's so hard. They're like they're all like children. Really? Each one of them yeah, has a different. It's tough, feeling. man. It's like I think the most important song. Important, yeah. Uh, maybe that was a better way. I think, yeah, I think the most important song I've I've made is probably "Dear God." Yeah. Along with "Eternity," I think those two go hand in hand. I almost cried while I was watching that one, just because it was like man. so much meaning. And can you can you like tell them? Because I feel like some people have seen it, but like. Dear God. Yeah, like explain that story. I feel like it's a great, great yeah, I story. Haven't, so, I haven't heard it. So. Dear God is essentially the lifetime of a believer. So someone that's believed in God their whole life. Right. Or maybe or anyone who at some point believes in yeah, God. Yeah. You're born, you know, we're told what to do. You know, we learn our parents, we learn our language from our parents, we learn our I pronunciation, wish, yeah. everything. Every, and then yeah. you, you get to a certain age where you start being disposed to the world and you're like, Okay, well now I have these questions for myself as to what I've been taught my whole life. Yeah. So it's like even though he's the person's a believer, is how he's like I started in Dear God. He then has all these questions. About like, why were you not here at this time? Why is this? Right. Why is it like this? Why is it like that? Because when you're born and you're a kid, all you know is what you're, what taught. You, what you're, what taught. you're taught. And why the color of this jacket is green is because everyone else says it is. Right. But then as you get into the like real world, as you mature, you start questioning everything in right. life. And you're like, why do I believe that? And why does this other person believe this? Right. And mo- for most people, it's all about how they were raised. And, and if, unless you're aware enough to like, really ask yourself those questions and then be like, why do I believe it? Right. Do I actually believe it or do I believe it because all my friends, am I wearing this because all my friends are wearing it or do I want to wear this? Mm. And that's like what I love about all that your music is because it's very in the thing you're asking questions to God and then you want to like go towards the end of it. Right. So he just keeps going on and essentially it's just like, it's like a, it's a circ, it's a circular story where it says, okay, I'm a believer. I have all these questions yet by the end I still believe. Yeah. So it's like letting people know it's okay to have these questions. Yeah. And still have faith because that's what faith is, right? Not like your eyes are closed and you're still walking. Like that you even have these doubts. Like everyone right. has, and that sometimes in life, if you like believe in God, because I like grew up. Our parents are very religious, and they raised us this way, and I believed in God, and that's all I knew. And then for a period of time, I was doubting everything. I was like, wait, I don't agree with everything that my dad says. I don't agree with everything that my mom says. I, not to say I don't love them. I love them both. Right. And I agree with a lot of what they say. But then it, I was questioning my faith, and I got farther away from God. And I'm like, am I too far to come back? Mm. And I was discovering, and I literally think that's how I found one of your videos. Like, I was watching videos on, like, everything, going to different churches, like, trying to go to different youth groups, and then... When I watched that, it made me feel okay to, like, doubt everything, bro. And it was, like, such a deeper than just, like, oh, this song's lit or this song bumps. Like, that's why I think it is your most important song, and that's cool. Uh, Yeah, that's one where I just think, like, yeah, definitely. Like, a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. And then it came full circle that you came back around. Because I feel like I'm at this point where I'm coming back around, and, like, your journey with God's like this. Right. It's not like this, and you're forever, like. Right, and it's just letting people know that that's okay. Yeah, and it made me feel okay that, like, someone I looked up to said that. Is going through, like, the same And said it in a creative yeah. way, not just, like, exactly. sometimes, like, when you're going to church, they say it, and it doesn't come across, especially I'm young, it doesn't come across to the younger people, but you 
did it in a way that a lot of people probably asked themselves those questions or realized something for the first time in their life besides a pastor saying, this is this and that, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yo, yo, what just happened? Oh my. The camera's moving? And yo, you're wearing different clothes? What's going on? We gotta give ourselves and you guys a round of applause right now. Because for the first time, and it is what it is history, we have an official sponsor. Let's go, boys. Let's Make go. Make some noise. Yo, shout out to Skillshare for sponsoring our first ever sponsor. Congratulations, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Congratulations. Guys. 25 episodes to get here, and we did it. 26, actually. 26. And more importantly, you guys did this. You guys made it happen. So thank you, guys. All the guys, all the girls, we love you. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for anyone who loves learning and wants to explore their creativity and learn new skills. Invest in yourself and your personal growth. If you have a specific skill that you're trying to learn, which I'm sure we all do, I do, I know you do. Always trying to learn. You always got to learn in life. Skillshare is the perfect place to start from photography and illustration to graphic design, freelancing, and more. You can find classes that will match your goals and interests. And me personally, since I'm about to be moving out, living on my own, your boy had to learn how to chef it up. So I found a class on Skillshare called Think Like a Chef, a Beginner's Guide to Cooking with Confidence by Kenny Monroe. And your boy... I've been in the kitchen practicing. You know, it's a little hard nowadays, but I've been, I've been practicing, and you boy, I'm not too shabby. I'm not too shabby. Come on now. Uh, let's just say NCK is saucing it up on and off the court now. So, you know, that's what I've been up to. If you guys have a skill, like I said, you guys all have a skill you want to learn, well, now is the perfect time to learn it because... The first 1,000 people that use the link in the description will get a one-month free trial of Skillshare. There's never been a better time. Just, just click that link. Whatever you want to learn, I'm sure it's on there. I'm sure it's on there. They got options. I got options. I could pass that like Stockton. Ooh, ooh, let's go. Let's go. And with that being said, back to the podcast. So how do you go about, like, writing, like, all these songs? Like, where do you get these ideas from and, like, inspiration to, like, to like come man. up with? Because, like, how many songs do you have? A lot. A lot, a lot man. I got, now, yeah, I got a lot. So how do you come up with, like, all these ideas? and They just come to, to me. Write them? Once I hear the beat, I just start writing. Yeah. And, and how and long like, does it normally take? Uh, Dear God took a long time. It was, like, over the course. It started as a poem yeah. way back. And then, but it, was all, it took longer because I was on tour. I was on my first tour with Tech 9 uh, yeah. when I was trying to write it. But yeah, some songs take like an hour. Some songs songs take months. You know? Do you like Nuts. do you like writing out like the entire song and then recording it, or how does that? How do you so know like it? Of in terms of like a song like Dear, it's weird. When I sing, it's like usually like it. very quick. Yeah. When I like r- like rap, like, like a you dear think God, about think about the words more. Yeah, like when I when I know a song's important, I don't even want to finish it fast. So I could have probably finished Dear God within like an hour if I just sat there. Yeah. But I let the journey elongate yeah. also so I could experience more life. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's better like going that. On. Right. It's better to have like a longer journey than like, because like, I don't know, like even like having a journey of like, if you blew up on YouTube so quick, it's like, oh damn, like what right. else? You lose things the same yeah. way you get them. Yeah. Or you can like experience, yeah. like when you're, if you write it slowly, like over the course of time, like the song almost portrays like what you're going through right. during that time. And you're like thinking about it. And it was like, I knew when I started writing that song, because I started writing it in the car when I heard the beat. 
And I was just like, dear God, there's a lot of questions that I have about the past. As soon as I wrote those first two lines, I already knew the importance in, of like how important that song was. Yeah. So I had to make sure that like there were no wasted words. What's the What's the quickest you've ever like made a song? I mean, it's the singing song, like shit, my, that My Heart Hurts song, I made that in like 30 to 45 minutes, you know? Yeah. It's like, when it's singing, it's pretty fast. Like, but would, wouldn't when you do it, do you have all the lyrics? Like, you know, you ever seen the videos of Tory Lanez in the studio? You know, kind of do like I a haven't. bar at a time. Do you ever do that, or do you like writing the entire song and then you go to record it? Uh, so like, if I write a bar, once I feel turbulence, I'll just be like, ah, I'm good, I'm done, and then I'll just go listen to the song until the words come. Yeah. But I'll I never like str- struggle. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like struggle when it comes to making music. If I don't know what to say, I just, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm out. You're not doing it then. You're like, oh. No. Nah. So you got to be like in the mood, like feeling it. Right. If you're not, you're not going to force it. Right. But do you put yourself in those moments every day or like a lot? No, nah, I, I, honestly, I barely record, you know. Dang, really? That's crazy. But you still drop like, a, you still yeah, drop a I, decent I, amount. I drop more than anybody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like right. there's a lot of artists that go like recording there every day. Or there's yeah. people that even go like months, years without... Right. Dropping anything. Because for me, it's like this. Like, because I had that 10-year experience with basketball. Like, there's like two types of basketball players, right? There's like the guy who can get a bucket at any time. That's like a LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Yeah. And there's like people who can't. So like when it comes to making music, I don't miss. Like so you can I get a bucket whenever you want. Right. I know it's it's not going anywhere. But do you think like if you were... Like, if you went in there and just, like, dropped so much, would it lower, like, the value of it if you dropped, like, so much? Or you, is that no. not your goal? No, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, like, I don't love being in the studio. I'm not, like, a guy, like I, like, I didn't grow up wanting to make music. To me, this is more of, like, a calling and, like, what I'm supposed to do rather than, like, what I want to do. Dang. That's so an it's interesting like, take. Does it make you, ha- does it yeah, make you happy? Yeah, that's an interesting the, take. The impact like, my music has on the people makes me happy. Damn, that's amazing to hear that. Because I feel like a lot of, like, people or, like, artists who make music, I feel like it's, they're almost, like, Raised or not raised, but growing up, they like kind of wanted to do that. Right. But I feel like you're in a, like a unique position. Yeah. It's like you kind of f- not fell into it, but it's like it found me. It really yeah. did. Like my first poem, I wrote it, and I was just like, "Wow," you know. And people and then, like you. That, you yeah. Know? So I'm not like I haven't been in this. I haven't been in the studio and made anything since I made Dear Alcohol, which was like two months ago. Yeah, and you haven't been in the studio in two months. So what is it? What when, is it? When you hop back in, do you feel like like you have like a lot of energy like to do it? Like, you feel, like, refreshed? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But then there's, like, periods where I might be in the studio. Like, when I made the 20-minute rap song, you know, I was in that motherfucker every day for, like, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, so, like, it really just depends. Like, I don't force it. If I don't feel like it, I'm not going. You go with your feeling and your vibes. Right. That's key, man. How often do you drop a song? I've been dropping, like, a song on average, like, every two weeks for, like, five years. Okay. That's crazy. Every two to three weeks for, like, the last five years. Other than music, like what, like what other stuff do you do? Um, like what other businesses or? Um, I raise my in? testosterone levels. I work out a lot. Damn, you work out a lot, huh? Testosterone, man, get in the gym. But he's ripped. Have you get seen? Get in the gym. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Have you seen music videos, bro? Dude, so what gyms do you go to around here? Like, have you been to Zoo Culture? Nah, I've never been there. Um, I go to my home gym. I do push-ups. I'm a caveman. You're a calisthenics so, guy. I love push-ups. They would, they would like, I don't know. That's like crazy, bro. Like push-ups, pull-ups. I guess. But I'll hit a twenty-four hour fitness. I'll frolic around, you know. I remember like you would do those uh, little like uh, following along docs, and you'd be like, "Yo, 
do pumping out push-ups in the right. tour bus right before you go out. Oh yeah, before shows I'll do like five hundred to a thousand. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. I just so love how, it. How do you balance like your making music and making YouTube uh, music videos, and then like your mental and physical health? Like, how do you balance that? To me, working out's like brushing my teeth. So it's, just it's just like a part of my life. Every day. Like you yeah. have to do it. I started it's working like you out in fourth grade. It. When I was in fourth grade, we used to go to this place called Mont Cascade. <laughs> my Canadians know where that is. It's a water park. I don't fuck with water though. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we would like and we we would go there once a year at the end of the year. And once I was fourth grade, I became aware of my body. Not the lower part yet. <laughs> <laughs> but my body. No. So no, it's a thing. At age yeah. we all become aware of our shit, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I remember this girl beside me. I was fourth grade, or I think I was third or second. And she was like, flex, flex. And I flexed, and there was a bulge. And that's when I started working out. A bulge up here or down there? <laughs> no, on my, on my, on okay. my bicep. Yeah, on my bicep. Like, and that was when I started working out. I started doing push-ups. I started with like 40, 40 push-ups, 40 sit-ups a day. And then, yeah, I've been doing push-ups ever since then. So yeah, that's crazy. So you said you, the last time you were in the studio was about two months ago, you said, right? Yeah. So what are you doing? What have you been doing from like then until now? Like what what do you what do your days look like if you're not like recording? Uh, figuring out ways to make dear alcohol get to the people. Like most of my time like is marketing. spent promoting the song. The little is like five percent is spent making it, and then like ninety five is spent the music video, the thought process, the marketing for it, the plan. Which is key. That's Which key. Is, that's, that's that's all the work. Instead of just dropping a bunch and then not promoting it the right way. Right. Making music is so easy. It's it's getting it to people that's hard. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of people that make music that are like good right. at it, but a lot of people won't ever make it because right. they don't spend time promoting it. What'd your parents think of like you like making music and like going down this path of trying to become like a music artist? Man, they're happy that I'm a positive guy, you know. So it's like, like you know, as long as I'm what I'm doing is like positive for the world, they love it. That's yeah. dope. So they supported you like fully, like they didn't have any problem of you like. I've I've never been the type to ask for permission, so it's like, you know, you just do. I didn't really tell him I was making music. It was just like, yo, I'm I was still playing basketball at the time, and I was in school, so it was like I'm doing this now. And it was poetry in the beginning, and then like I was like, oh, okay, you know, and then I started making money from it. It's like, oh, when when did you yeah, when did you realize like, that it could turn into like a full time thing? Literally, as soon as I wrote my first poem, I was like, it's game over. Your first poem, not even yeah. the first song. Like, you didn't first make poem. any money from it. Just really, no yeah. Money. As soon as I wrote my first poem on the bus to play Arkansas Fort Smith, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, and I'm going to change the world with it. Dang, bro, the decisiveness of your mind is so, so key. You just make movements and change. Because you I'm were so jumper. decisive. Like, you were like, I'm going to be an NBA player. Right. And you trained, like, for that for, for years. For 10 years, yeah. And then you're like, Nope, nope, I'm not. I'm gonna be, right. I'm gonna be a rapper. But it was like, it, it, I would say it was really God. Because, like, I, so I always go like, Michael Jordan came to me in a dream one time. Mm-hmm. He said this, when you're open, shoot. If you miss, shoot again. And when they cut you off, change directions. So, like, basketball had been cutting me off for 10 years. Yeah. And Damn. I kept on changing directions. This over here, I'd have a fight here. I lost all my scholarships in Canada because I had to fall out with this guy. Then I went to this prep school. Then, like, I got the last scholarship to go to my JUCO because the kid from Mexico uh, was a pro, so they couldn't give him his scholarship, so I got it. I got there. Like, six people got hurt. I almost, like, they all got MIPs, and I got to play. Once I started, I was playing crazy, so they let me play. Then I got the last Division One scholarship at the University of Montana, and then that didn't work out. Boom, 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 boom. Then I go to Newman. Almost, I like, quit there for a while. So basketball had been cutting me off for so long that when I wrote that first poem, and I was like, 
Like, I'm good. This is it. Wow. Dude, that's deep. Like, low-key, that's, like, deep to think about. Because you can transition that, that same thought that you heard in your dream to, like, right. relationships, anything, bro, in life. Because like, I, I gave basketball my all, like, my literal all, you know? Damn. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to go overseas and go to these countries where I don't even speak the language and, yeah. like, send these little highlight tapes back to people in Ottawa so they can see how I'm playing out there, you know, like. Yeah, you wanted to live. You wanted to live. Right. What was it like when you, like, first started blowing up? It was like, damn, it was like, this is lit. People are relating to the words, which, and which, I'm being myself. Was there a certain song that popped off that you remember? Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Hilly Hilly Clinton, my first one. So I used to take these mental health walks. Uh, I've heard of people doing that. Apparently store. there's a key. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking, to the mall and stuff like that. But there too, you know, I mean, we was, we was, we was getting it in. College basketball player, we was having fun. On yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It yeah. was what it was, baby. Uh, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Right. It is what it is? It is what it was. Yeah, yeah, I rock with that. All right. And then close, uh, close. I, I, uh, at that time, Donald Trump was uh, going up against Hillary Clinton. And I'm not a political guy, but I was like, yo, the fact that Donald Trump, who is like a mogul millionaire and not political or in the political sphere, is able to now potentially become the president of the United States of Shows America. Shows you anything's possible. Crazy. Right. Right? I literally made motivational poems about that. So anyways, I'm walking to the mall and uh, designer at that time had dropped Timmy Timmy Turner. Like designer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Like and a lot of people said me and uh, designer looked alike. Oh, I can see that. Dude, I can see, right. I can see right. that. Yeah, yeah. So he drops Timmy Timmy Turner. I love the song. I was like, I used to listen to all types of music, but then I like, I liked, I loved the shit. So I'm just walking to the mall and I just go, Hilly, Hilly, Hilly Clinton. Lost the trumpet, now we tripping. Thank God I got a passport. Couple months I'm going missing right back to Canada because it's violent, looting and riots, wilding and wilding. <laughs> yeah. Democratic Party crying. <laughs> All the Republican smiling. So I made that. Oh, yeah. And then I went on to that That's little, uh, when I was like, when I had, when I was, when I was on break, when I was doing the overnight janitor job, I used to record my videos in front of this picture. So I recorded that video, put it on Instagram and it was doing better than like any video I'd ever posted. But before you posted that, was it mainly poems or you was, were dropping songs then too? It was all poems, but every now and then I would do something like I would do like a McDonald's menu, like okay. rap or yeah, here yeah. and there. Yeah, you're big at taking advantage of what like what's popping around right, the time right. and making like some, you and uh, Tom Tom are really good at that. Yeah, he's dope at at that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was like, you know, <laughs> that's my boy. Um, so so it started started taking off right, and then I spent like three days messaging uh, funny blacks. Shout out to them, world world star and designer, and designer actually reposted it. So I'll always have love for him, man. He reposted it. I was like, wow. So it was going viral. Then I was like, yo, I got to make a music video. So I made my first music video. To that song. Right. And then promoted that for another three months. And that was my first million views. Dang. And that got me like twenty to 30,000 subscribers off that one your, video. Your first music video. Right. <clears throat> That's nice. That was your first music video. I don't think it was my first. It wasn't my, my first music video was a Drake remix to One Dance. Okay, okay. That was my first. Okay. Yeah. Dang. So what is your, what's your plan for the future? Like, do you... Can you talk about that, or yeah, or, you get, or are you just gonna stay on this, drop, do your thing, live life, and then just ride well, this wave? To me, like, I hate mediocrity, and like medi- mediocrity is the result of complacency. So I'm not gonna be complacent. I want to continue to grow. Yeah. And if that's you know me partnering up with a label in order to spread the message further without losing um, control, control, and you know stepping outside of my morals or whatever that is, mm-hmm. then I'll do it. Um, but the goal is just to spread the impact wider. 
to keep dropping songs, keep promoting right. it, keep growing, just keep you know touching people. Have yeah, why change? Yeah, have you got you've gotten offered from a label? I'm sure, right? Oh, Before? sure. I've I visited all of you know, them, probably. pretty much. Yeah, from when I dropped, she cheated again years ago till you know even now. There's always conversations. It's always pretty much like, what do I want to do? Why, why does it never like end up working out? Um, man, I'm just the big uh, checks enough. Uh, it's n- I'm not money driven though. Like I've never been a money driven guy, but um, it's but you got to be smart about it, right? It's just uh, cause benefit analysis, or they just they were trying to take you in a different direction. Not even that. No, I, I think anyone who meets me knows they're not taking me in a different direction. You know, I am what I am, and I'm not going to falter for nothing. But it's more it's just like me in my mind as a competitive person. I hate anyone trying to make an excuse for what it is I do. So I just have this thing in my mind where I'm like, I want to get to a certain point to where it's like, ah, we can't even make an excuse for his greatness. It's mm. like there's nothing attached to it. He literally did it. So it can't be like, oh, oh it's because of the label. Right. That's he why it's hard for people. People can like, you know, maybe like hate on me or whatever they call it. But it's like at the end of the day, when you go home and you sit by yourself and you look at what I've done by myself, you just got to like just show respect. That's impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like that. You like that feeling of being, of knowing that more than if you were signed at the right. moment. And and at the end of the day, it's a money game, you know? So if you have more money to promote, you're going to be able to get it further. But obviously there's certain things you can't touch without, you know, a label and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. But um, yeah, for me, essentially it was initially like just me wanting to people have no excuses and also me not knowing anybody. Like I'm not, I wasn't, like I started in Wichita, Kansas. I didn't have any, you know, no one in my family made music. I didn't know anyone who made music. It was just... Spe- speaking of knowing so, people, I know you got a, you got a song with Hobson. Yeah. How did that How did that come about? Or like, how did you meet him? Um, we actually have two. Uh, you're worth it. dot org, and uh, you should have known one. I met him at the music. That's crazy. We just got in contact with him. I don't know if it was me DMing him or an email or something like that, but we got in contact with him, and he was down for the you're worth it. dot org. That's dope. I've been listening to him for like as long as I can remember, I feel like. Yeah. And do you do you just take advantage of opportunities like you make movements and make them happen like that? Do I take advantage of opportunities? What do you mean? Like do you like for like that just DMing him and think and would you say that's like a big reason why? Yeah, for I got yeah. I I I I have no like <coughs> pride issues. Like you don't care if they say right. if they say no, that is what it is and yeah, I don't whatever. I've never cared about, you know, I'm unfazed, tatted on my neck. What's the, what's your what's the biggest thing you've learned while doing like this YouTube journey or music um, in general? The biggest thing I've learned I feel like you're very wise for Thank you, sir. I think, you know, I I just like Yeah, from, I definitely I would say, man, it's not necessarily things I've learned. It's shit I've always knew. It's just like, you know, fuck with people who fuck with you. You know, too many people too many people spend time trying to build with people or convince people who don't mess with them to mess with them rather than taking the people they have that already do and building with them. Mm, so someone dang. like me, I spend all That's my time deep. with the people who support my music and I spend zero time arguing with people who don't. Wow. So, and then exponential growth and natural selection just takes in, you know? <laughs> natural selection. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Instead I'm, a, I'm force, a natural selection motherfucker, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't, and I, I, I urge people, because if you have one person who supports you, that means you can have two. Dang, I needed to hear this. And if you have two, that means you can have four, eight, and you go on. Damn. You know? So, yeah. Like, a question that kind of, like, correlates with this, kind of, in a way. But, like, um, so, like, what's, like, the best way for people that may be watching this that maybe make music? Like, what's the best way to get their, 
their stuff out there and like to kind of like blow up or the best like way make it in the music world, you know, is to humble yourself. And you know, it's crazy. I actually learned this the other day. It's actually I've been thinking about this my whole life, but it's actually called Sonder. What does that mean? So I've always been very just like, okay, like. People are always like to me, why do you like always like love numbers? Why do you obsess about numbers? And it's because I realize that behind that number is a physical, breathing human person who I've never met, who has a life I know nothing about. Wow. So it's like when you start to understand that that million followers is literally a million people who are holding their phone like this and using their thumbs in order to watch like, you, watch you rap. Like, how can you not grow? I have two people who took the time to watch my shit. Okay, so let me talk to these two people. And tell them, hey, if what I put out affects you in any type of way, could you share it with one person? Are you very interactive in like the Always. comments and the DMs and like yeah. replying I, to fans? I, to and this like, day, I reply to at least to fifty to one hundred DMs every day. That, that's how me and him were like in the beginning, responding to like as many comments as we could. Right. I like every comment on my YouTube video, on, on my music videos. I feel like that's so key because like dang, the moment, bro. the moment like yeah, a kid I sees that that you respond, like they're gonna like be like. Telling all their friends, be like, yo, like, Dax responded. Like, dude, this is so cool. And if one and of them boom. If right. one of them doesn't know Dax, then I'm sure they'll look at him and be like, who's right. this Dax and, guy? And the thing about, about is that it's not even a secret. It's like I genuinely like to do it, and people always yeah. ask me what I do, and I'm like, that's what I do. And it's like, you can't even give somebody a million dollars. I can't I can't pay anybody to do that. People are like, oh, is it like some bot that's automated that's, like, reading all the comments? I'm like, no, you can't even pay people to do that shit because no one wants to. Yeah. No one wants to sit there and go through 20,000 comments. You gotta like that shit. And you would know if it's fake, you know what I mean? It would be like the same, like, couple of things. I don't reply to every comment. I read it and like it. I reply to, you know, different ones. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But, like, I, like, that's the best way to grow is to grow with the people who want to grow with you rather than arguing with those who don't. And then they feel like they're part of the journey and, like, they're riding with you and then you get success and then they feel like they, like, helped you, which, I mean, they did. Right. And they feel connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More more connected, like, a more deep, because I feel like your fan base is, like, they like ride for you. Like it's a pretty right. good yeah. fan base. We're, we're a family. Like my yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give back. You know, I'm worried about what I'm giving them rather than what are they giving me. You know, that's like the best way to to do it. I feel like you know that is good. That's a good way to put it. Because I feel like a lot of people they be like act too cool and be like right. It's, ah, it's about you got we got as humans we got to humble ourselves. You know, y'all know God will always humble you. But so you would say for the beginning, people just started even if you post something and one person watches it, you'd be like, yo, that is another person taking time out of their day. To listen to you and like just talk to that one person. Right. Let me find that one person. Let's see what we can and give them everything you can. Like if you only get one view on something and they comment, dude, you have enough. You respond to thousands of comments. We go through our DMs. We respond to as many comments as we can. And it's like if one person watches your video, you can take the time and write like something long back and be like, "Yo, I appreciate you watching this video. Like it means so much to me. This is just the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just just becoming. It's just becoming aware of the power you have. If you have twenty people in a live, like back in the days when I used to be like crazy. Like, I used to send, like, we used to be in a live with, like, 30 people like a live on my stream? live. And we, like, I, I just be, like, because I'm a motivational speaker. I started off with, like, all that shit. So, like, like you know what you could do with 30 people? It's an army. You get 100 people in a live, it's a pl- you know, platoon. Like, you can you yeah. can make the world shake with 100 people. So, we used to just be, like, spamming, like, I used to get shit posted on, like, celebrities' page. We, like, spam them. Like, you, like you I'll be like, yo, people. go DM this person right now that I just dropped this. They need to see it. And we're just going ham. I'm like, we're not stopping until they see it. Dude, that's oh. crazy because we've actually done that before in one of our videos. Or, like, we put something on Instagram, like, to collab with this other YouTuber. And we're like, yo, everyone go flood their comments, right. flood their comments. 
and then we ended up collabing with that YouTuber. Right. And, and as like, long and the, the reason a lot of the reason a lot of people don't want to do that type of stuff is because it's like they may not feel what they're doing it for is having an impact. But if like you're spreading positivity, you believe I think, in it. Right. It's your moral obligation to get your message out to the world. And when you think like that, shame and pride and you humble yourself. It's like it goes out the window. Like why would I not wanna at least try dear God like crazy. Yeah. And at least yeah. try to like right. not even for you. It's like for like a something bigger than you, like the right. purpose and like what the message and the song is spreading. Right. Not just like so I can get a million views or whatever. Right. And someone can't hurt you when you come from that place. Right. Like if they say that YouTuber didn't respond back to us or someone said something to you and like, ah, I don't want him to do that. You're like, okay. Right. It is what it is. And then you just keep going. Yeah. yeah. So if I what saw, you're doing is positive. Go hard. So I saw like, you were just talking about being like a motivational speaker and stuff like that. And like, obviously like Gary Vee is a motivational speaker and like crazy jack of all trades, I'd say, honestly. Yeah. So Monster. like I, I was Monster. peeping your Instagram earlier and I saw Gary Vee follows you. What's that like relationship like with him? Or is he I've just met follow him. you? I've met him uh, in New York one time. Um, and yeah, he responded to a DM of mine like some years ago. And I just, I, I mess with his content. I mess with the things he says. I think, uh, you know, people should be listening to the stuff he says. I think he also believes in like, you know, not really giving a fuck what people think yep. and just chasing your dreams regardless. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm a supporter of his message. Damn. And he supports this message. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your like biggest like uh memory like so far from like what have you done like on this journey? Because the journey ain't uh, over. You wanna yet. know? I, I I met Bill Clinton. And that Dang. was sort of cool. Was it from Hilly Hilly Clinton? Dang, <laughs> that came full circle. But nah, I, but that that's that's not my biggest memory though. But um that was just a cool thing. Yeah. Um You met him? Like you were talking to him? And you're like, briefly. yo, I made a song about your wife. Like kind of like um, Like has anyone like Drake Like hit you up or been like Yo like I fuck with your shit or like Nah I haven't had any of that What's uh, like, the, like anything like the crazy. biggest cosign Cosigns I don't I don't have cosigns Okay I cosign myself that's why I got a tattoo okay. That's real shit Well I mean Bill Clinton Former president of the United States so. Alright But yeah no I'm just I'm just I'm just big on just like you know, big on being yourself. Big on being myself. Um, the, the I went on tour with Tech Nine. That was amazing. Shout out to Trav. Shout out to Tech Nine. Tech Nine's one of the goats. How did that happen? How, how do you? How do you just saw your um, music and was like, "Yo." Um, my manager B knew someone from there, and we visited them out there, and um, it just all ended up working out. They let me come on the tour. I've always wanted to ask this: what What is like a what is a music manager like? What do they do? Oh uh, man. There are a lot of things that you could put on a music manager. They're, they're handling business. They're low-key a therapist for you when you need someone to talk to. Um, best friend. They do a lot, man. It's really hard to... Put a thing finger on it? Yeah, they do a lot. Dang. Everything and anything underneath the sun. Pretty much everything that you're not doing. Right. They're doing. Yeah, man. So why why L.A., though? Like, what what's so important about L.A.? Why... I don't even really be out here to be honest. I'm in I'm in Canada a lot. I'm in Montana. I'm in Kansas. I'm a I'm a free what's the word called? Free spirit. Free spirit, man. I just I just really only come out here to make music videos. That's pretty much it. But yeah, I'm, not, you, I'm not. Have not you ever here. felt the need to like, like felt that you wanted to move here? Like you. I was here for a bit when I first started, like three four years ago, like around when like she cheated again and all those things were going down. I was out here Did for a help? while. Did it help being out here? 
Yeah, for sure. I would recommend anybody to try it if you want to do that. Come out here for a minute, but come out here with something established already because LA is an easy place. You're so close to everything yet so far. Yeah. So I remember when I first got here, I went to my first party and I'm like seeing celebrities. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, damn, back to my, to my normal life. But you're so close to them that it may give you that like false sense of achievement. Just by being around, even if you're not doing anything, right? right? Like people were like, you went to a party and you saw, like we went to one and we saw Lil Mosey, but you just go to parties. He was in there. You did. But, <laughs> but I was going to, yeah, yeah, I that's, was in that's there. How, that's how we actually met you, you though. We were at a, oh, we were at a party. Wow. Wait, really? Not that's me. That. No, you were there too, bro. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was, it was at Sam, it was at Sam and Kobe's Halloween party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. what? I, I don't remember hell- seeing you. How many? Bro, that was like four you, years. Whoa, you, you don't remember? Was I in a red jacket? I don't know. I don't remember Lex, seeing you, bro. Were you there? I don't think I yeah, was yeah. there. I think he might be tripping. Nah, bro. You you were there, Lex? Lex it was, was only there, a year ago. There. You were there, Oh, Lex bro? was there. Lex was there. You were Lex was there. there. Lex was there. If Lex was there, I wasn't there. Oh, wait. Yes, you were. Nah, you were. Man, buddy was... Oh, was yes, you were, bro. Because Lex was there. Was I sauce? No, I'm not. I'm. I don't know. It's rare I'm with Lex. That's cap. I swear. We don't, do we go why? to parties together? No, I don't party. Was he there? I don't party. No, Lex. No, I met you and you oh, said oh, that oh, you don't oh. really be going Oh, parties. you weren't at the, you can't say. No, I'm not. Was I actually there? I was probably drunk then. I don't uh, remember, um, honestly, either. Man, all yeah. I know is I, I saw you there. Okay. Yeah. If I was there, I was there. I ain't, I'm not, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't remember. Me neither. <laughs> and wasn't wow. it a pandemic a year ago? It was like, it was, a, it was October, this past October, so. Not too Oh! The Halloween one. Yes, the That's Halloween. That's what I said. Oh, I said oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was there for a moment. Wait, I, I that- had just finished filming a music video that night. And I only pulled up because Lex was like, bro, you never do anything, bro. Come on. I don't even know if he was in a costume <laughs> at the Halloween party. I think nah, he just I was, pulled I was, up as you. I was, in, I was in a sweater. I was, I was Dax. Whoa, wait. So you that's how we, that, bro? Wait, that's how, that's how got- you're here right now? Is because no. you... Or no? No. No. What do you mean? What's the question? Yeah, what's your question, buddy? I'm just curious. <laughs> like I'm honestly curious right about now, how, how you. Know you Nick. Yeah, yeah, like because I'm curious about we've how you've been you're known. Here. We've like followed each other or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I DM'd him, but then that was like the first time we met in person, though. Oh, and then Lex, okay, okay. Like, connected him. Right, yeah. Lex, like, Lex connected. Lex, Lex a dot connected. Lex connected sure. the dots. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I remember that you? night though. That was I just finished filming the allotted steak music video. Do you remember that night, Ricky? I, I don't remember that night. If I'm being honest. Come on, the Sam and Kobe Phase Rug was we met Phase. I met oh, Faze I remember. Rug that I remember. Night. Yes, that was a dope spot. Damn, that was actually everyone dope. was there. Yeah. Oh my I, gosh, everyone! Wa- oh, it's Hall. all coming back to I me. I might have been on a flight the next day to back to Seattle because I was going back to uh, uh, Canada for Christmas. Are you going? Are you going on tour anytime soon? Uh, yeah, you know it's crazy. I actually feel like going on tour this year. Um, so you're gonna send it? I, I might. I might do a Canadian tour. I think I'm going to Switzerland. I think I'm going to Australia. I think I'm going to Scotland. That's dope. Africa. And then I'm gonna do it. Oh, around the tour. world. You enjoy it? You enjoy going on tour? I love it. I love it. I try not to my first year of touring was a little bit too much. I did like a hundred plus shows. That's like a third of a year. Right. I was on the and that was my first year touring. That's that's like So it was crazy. I did the Tech Nine one, then I did my own American, then I did my own Canadian. And like I said, I was obviously like drinking before every show too, then I got off and I was like, Oh my god, what's going on? You get I, exhausted. I secluded myself and then the pandemic hit. You had to seclude yourself. Right. So that did that affect you? 
Like mentally, were you in a? Probably helped him in a way. If anything, um, bro. the pandemic. Like, well, no, I'm saying like that. The uh, kind of like the pandemic kind of like stopped your show. Your Forced tour, you right? to like slow down. Yeah, because I was about to be going like crazy even after yeah. like that. But then like the pandemic allowed me to get like everything right to where like now I don't have to tour. Yeah, like, where I'm, a lot of artists are stuck in they have to tour in order right. to make money. Right. But you want to, so you might send yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You so may- I'm gonna do a Canadian tour and all that cool. Is stuff. most of your money that you make is it from like streams and like? Song like your music videos on YouTube, Spotify. Yeah. Music, music's the greatest investment in the world. I would say it might even be better than real estate. Just because it always, it's like, it keeps on coming back in. And you're right. making money right now. Like by if, you, right. if you make one, like a. That's like why a there's all these labels that goes down in history. It's like that. That song's gonna be making you money for, bro, forever. It's like right. the Mariah Carey song, bro. Like the all every I Christmas, all, all I want yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, right. dude. She every Christmas, like a million. Right. Gazillion dollars every, every Christmas, year, bro. every time right. you see it like peak up. It or just popped up on like my uh, my like explore page the other day on how much money she makes, bro. Right. It's crazy. So if we do the independent shit right, the ROI is amazing, you know. So because uh, the cost of making is a lot. Song. Well, music videos for me, at music least, videos. I, I yeah, I, I love to just like I I try to go broke. What's the most you ever? Can you say what's the most you ever dropped on a music video? Yeah. No, no, no. I you can't, can't say that. Oh, you can't. Can't say that. <coughs> can't say that. Okay, because it's so it's too much. Uh-huh. Can you go? Fix? It's okay. It's okay. How many figs or not? What's a figs? <laughs> like six figs. <laughs> like five. Fig tree? No, I've never six dropped six figures on a music okay, video. Okay, no, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Damn. So I want to, though. Five, though. Five, like, though? I, I want to oh. go you broke will, will. shooting okay. music videos. Like, you should I shot, make I, a video called, a song called Going Broke mm. and go broke from the music video and make wow. it And the music crazy. video is like an entire just, movie. Just this man I'm making a movie this year. A movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that you're in? Is it like... It's my movie. Are you going to act in it? Are you going to... I think I'm acting. Is it going to be about you? It's for my my album, Pain Paints Paintings. Dang, like a, uh, oh. yeah, I want to make a movie. That's Dang, sick. that's dope. Yeah. Kind of like how Machine Gun Kelly did it with the um, tickets, oh, like to, my the tickets to my downfall. Have you seen that? The mm, high school thing. Oh, you haven't? He did like a whole like it was like a forty-six minute for thing. the album. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I want to make like a Damn, yeah. Like last year, I dropped like twenty-two music videos last year, but I filmed like thirty. Oh, so, so you got some like in the bank? D- oh, I got too much in the bank. Dang, you can just drop it. If you felt like it right now, you could boom. Right. How, how many songs do you have unreleased, just like in the a vault? Lo- a lot. Too many to count, bro. Like, but it's not like, like when I say a lot, like I don't make throwaway songs. Yeah. So it's like. Like they're all eventually going to come yeah, out. I, 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 yeah, I, I want them all to come out, but it's like I just, you know. So it's like like le- on the level of like songs, like on the level of like the Dear Gods, the Dear Alcohols, like they're all that good. So it's like. Like how how many would you say is a lot that like I would put like all my money into um anywhere from like forty five to a hundred that I would put like like Dang. put my all my money into to like promote. That's yeah. dope. Do so what kind of music do you listen to? Like just like myself, like yourself. Myself. You listen to only yourself. Yeah, is that not true? No way. When you're driving Damn. around, like I you're in an Uber, give me the ox. I'm playing. Yeah, I always wonder, like, what people. Yeah, because I was about to ask. When I'm in the, when I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't take the ox and play myself. Like I'm, like, you're driving the car. But like, when I'm driving, like, I don't like when I'm driving. Like, you know, I'm in, I'm in a car that I'm driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing myself when I have headphones or when I'm working out, I'm playing myself. I feel that because like when I make music, like I'm want to make music that I think is good. Right. So it's like I'm gonna listen to it because I think it's good. Right. If you can't, if you can't listen to yourself, that's a problem. Yeah, because the mind with someone else listening to you. Right. Yeah. And I'm all I've like I've I've been consistently dropping music videos for five years, and I'm always memorizing something new. So I have no choice but to listen to myself. Even for that matter. 
especially with these one take videos I do. Like, yeah, you can't mess up. Right, I can't. So I got to memorize. So I'm always learning my own songs, memorizing them. Dude, how, how did the how did the um the Deji? Didn't you make a diss track on KSI with Man, Deji? Yeah, like four years ago. It's always a topic people bring up. Yes, that. How did that even happen? Ago. I feel like he's answered all these questions so many times. Yeah, yeah but it's the name of the game. You know, every time I hop on a live or whatever, I answer the same questions every day. It is Ooh. what it is. It is well, what what's it a is. question you've never been asked? Like, yeah. you ever get into relationships or talk Wait, about that? Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that. I don't know, because you were talking about that before. Do I get into relationships? No, do you talk about them? Are you a relationship type guy? So right now, I'm at the point in my life where, you know, it's like... You're a dirty dog. Nah, that was back in the college basketball days. He was a dirty dog. In. Nah, I wasn't He's even a dirty to dog. A life now. I was just never a capperist. Like, you know, I wasn't trying to get married at that point, so I was just, you know, moving around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. It's like, right. Yeah, I don't. How about now? Nah, now, man, I'm, I, I'm like, you know what I say? Like, it's a power to not one, one? chase women. Yeah. You know, I felt like back in the days when I was younger playing college basketball, like, you know, I was definitely chasing women. It distracts if you're, like, doing that. I remember so when we hard. first started popping on YouTube, like, first, like, four years, literally probably three years, it didn't talk to girls almost at all, unless we were no. filming, like, a prank. Right. But other than that, it's just, like, right. if you know, I feel like, yeah, if you're not going to Yeah, so now I'm just, like, very, like, like, and I'm not doing nothing unless it's serious because it just takes time. So if I'm talking to a girl, it's, like, because I'm thinking it's going the long way. Like, if you're going to marry her. Right. Marry like, you're not her. just going to talk to one because you're, like, you're... Like, you know? Right, no, I'm not going to spend, you know, ample amount of time just with someone I think I'm not going to be with. What What does Dax look for in a wife? What does Dax look for in a, in a wife, man? Loyalty. That's you know what key. I mean? Undying loyalty. Um, Obviously, someone I'm attracted to. I could say, you know, beautiful, obviously, but for me, it's more of someone I'm attracted to. And honestly, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, you know. Mental? Mental? Yeah, I met someone I could talk to. But like I said, I think loyalty is probably the most important thing. Uh, you know, beautiful. Uh, ain't no wrong with a booty. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Oh, hey, yeah, man, God. it is what it is, man. We, you know, we. <laughs> hey, man, you know, you gotta push on something, right? But um, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny, bro. But um, but yeah, you know, just like yeah, just loyalty. You know, obviously can talk to, and uh. Know, got your got got my back. Um, obviously, I want a woman who can cook. Shit. Oh, you know that's I mean? key, yeah. man. Right. That's big you know key. I mean? I, yeah, that's so, so key. key. Underrated man. key. Underrated. Honestly. And then, and then, um, you know, someone who makes my environment better and makes my life easier. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. It doesn't add stress to your life. Right. Like, oh. They're always it takes it away. It takes it right. away. Exactly. I need the stress gone. Right. <laughs> oh, that's man over there's going. Yeah, I'm going through some going through, through, going through it. Now. Yeah. Um, I yeah. saw this thing. It, it said your relationship, there's so much stuff going on in the world and so much like hecticness and stress like from the outside world. Your relationship should be a place of happiness. Of happiness bro. and like to get away, like not to get away from it, but like brings you peace. Right. And yeah. all this craziness going on in the world, not add to it. Right. Yeah. And that's, so you go through those tough times though, man. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Yeah, you do though. You but do. then no, you yeah, eventually yeah. get through it. It might not be like one day. It might. It might not not be a couple weeks or it might take months, bro. But you eventually get through right. it. And you time heals all wounds. Some just yeah. take longer than others. You like your wound on your thumb that you got. Man, yeah. cut myself. In time, it will heal. Cut myself. What's but, the? Oh, sorry. Now talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> I don't want to be like annoying, but like. Nah, I'm, bro, like, I'm I'm enjoying this shit, man. I'm here, so, you know, all right. living life. 
right. <laughs> What's your uh, like biggest uh, purchase or splurge that you spent money on? Your first a music one, video. That's a good one. That's a good music one. video. I'm not materialistic at all. Like the opposite. Not even yeah. because I don't want to. I don't even do it because it's like a. Oh, I don't want to be like. You should say I just don't literally care about materialistic shit. You know. That's bro. That's like a, like good though. Yeah, it's a blessing. Yeah. Have you bought a house or, or anything? No, 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 no. I just frolic. So but like, just the house would tie you down. Have <laughs> <laughs> you bought a house? Nah, I just frolic. Just, just frolic. fucking floats in there. Yeah, I frolic. Man. Where you be sleeping? Or you just frolic through the night? Yeah, I mean, I like if I'm going to like, let's say I go to Montana or something, I'll like chill in a hotel. You can get a you know a Airbnb. Or I have different apartments in different places. Okay. That I, that yeah. I own and can go to at any point. How many apartments you got? Uh, maybe <laughs> two. Oh. <laughs> you sound like you have like yeah, I got like different apartments and different. But but like I'm sure <laughs> they like, like, like you switch them around. Is that what you're saying, kind of? I mean, I, yeah, I play Ring Around the Rosie with the oh, shit. Oh, okay. Like you, you, know you got mean? two apartments here, but like in like maybe like a couple months, it might be like like let's apartment say here and apartment right, here. Right. Like let's say I'm here. like let's say I'm like like I film a lot of music videos in California, so I'll keep a place there. Places I go to frequently, I'll yeah. keep a spot there I can go to. And yeah. if you're not oh, okay. frequent, like the little Airbnb right. for a couple yeah. nights. You know, then obviously I'm on tour, so you know, what I mean, you you just you're on the tour bus. It's like it's it's really hard to describe a home for me right now because I don't even plan to get a home until like I have, I'm about to have a wife and a kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so there's no like, point. Right. Where does most of your family live? All all in Canada, Canada? mostly in America too, Damn. and in Nigeria. Being from Canada, do you like? Do you, are you boys of the Nelk the Nelk dudes? Never met them. Are they Canadian? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, Canadian. they're Canadian. Fully it's a saga. From, yeah, from Canada. Wow. Saga. saga. You know where that is? Saga boys. Yeah. Is that close? Nah, it's like four or five hours. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good? Yeah, bro. It's like, I have a pterodactyl in me. That's crazy. It's random, but Respect. it happens. Respect. I want to hear this man like freestyle on the pod or something. Nah, I don't freestyle, man. I don't freestyle. Have you ever been on Genius? The, um, Back in the day. Like, uh, what's it called? Genius. No, no, the genius, but it's like the, like the series where they like oh the, the lyric breakdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've done a couple on. of those back in the day for sure, like three, four years ago, something like that. I did one for the Black Lives Matter song a couple years ago too. It's pretty cool. It's fun. What are you looking forward to uh, most? Shit in tomorrow. The the, Besides uh, that, um, new music. Oh, the next shit I'm putting out is gonna be crazy. Yeah, you want to plug? You want to plug? You yeah, want to plug, plug anything? Like, plug anything, like, what would you want to shout out? Dear Alcohol Just Drop, man. Um, it's a good one. We'll link it down below. We'll link it down below. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Clap there we go. Clap it up for that. It, there we go. I think one last question before we head out. If you had one rapper that you could collab with, who would it be? Oh, one? Or, yeah, one. Number one. <sighs> Probably Tupac. Tupac. That would be crazy if you Tupac got him. Rat or, or Eminem. Or Who's Lil, your top three? Or Lil three, Wayne though? or Jay-Z. <laughs> top three. Top three what? Like rappers. Besides Tupac and Eminem or something. Well, Dax, there's Dax, one more. Dax, Dax, and Dax. Like the, I was like, in terms of that, that I. Uh, like I wanted like, to hear like Lil Baby cl- or like NBA Youngboy or like something, you know? Well, you know, I mean. Like do you like those that, kind of rappers? Or no? I love all rappers. I love, I think, I think everybody's dope to be honest. Like I really think like even when I didn't make music, I listened to a lot of what was ever on Rap Caviar, you know? So. I think everyone's dope. Obviously, little baby's lit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's doing their thing, man. It's it's a, it's a great time. You can you can exist and and find success in your own lane and find people who mess with you. It's amazing. You yeah, so subjective. I think that's the dopest part about living in today's age. Now. Yeah, like today's age, more than ever, you can do. You can literally figure out to do anything. Right, man. And even and there's people that will like you. Like if you like it, someone else will like it too. Right. You just got to find those people. Right. 
Yep. And with that, folks, Dax, thank you for coming on. Appreciate y'all, man. Round this was pause. fun. Was Everybody, fun. check out his song, Dear Alcohol. Link yes, in the description. It's Dax.